Welcome back, guys, to the Raymond in Your Ear podcast. I'm Raymond, and I'm in your ear, man. Wow, guys, been a little bit since I shared with you guys. I definitely got something on my mind today. Uh, I try to just use what's around me and what's happening with me uh, to just, you know, don't let it sit long on my mind and my heart and just share it with that the community that's out there, guys, um, on the podcast. Wherever you're listening to your podcast platform, excited to have now that it be distributed everywhere, um, basically where you can find podcasts. So if you're on Apple, if you're on Spotify, if you're on Anchor, we just thank you for whatever time, guys, you are allotting to listen to this. We know you don't have to do it, so we just appreciate it. Um, and, I, and it's just my mission uh, to just try to continue to bring value, try to continue to bring value uh, to the people that I know who's the primary demographic who's listening to me. Um, I don't want to always think about the business realm. I have a separate podcast, guys, on the Tribe Membership, which is an online educational academy, seemingly, or, or platform for people in the beauty industry where we share so many different things, um, but primarily talking about how to, better in, how, how to get a better business, better staff, um, better sales, um, and ultimately a better life. So here on the Raymond in Your Ear podcast, we try to open that up to be about all things. But I got to admit that this uh episode is to kind of talk to people that are in small business, which undoubtedly is not just folks that are in the beauty industry, but so many, many people today, because of the access of the internet, because of things being so, so accessible, man, uh, to be able to create uh, marketing or a website or get a product or start a business or get a building and things of that nature. It's a lot of people that are either in, associated with, partnered with, or around Small business. And, you know, unlike big business um, that has, you know, like founders from years and years and years and years ago, um, you know, things can be kind of written down and in stone. What's the mission? What are the systems? How do we, you know, fulfill our mission to our client or guest or customer? Uh, but sometimes that's lost. Sometimes that's lost in small business. I'm under the belief that a big business is just a small business that did the right things. So ultimately, it's no different. Uh, people would try to argue that, but it's it's my argument to give you the comparison of a baby. You know, let's take a little girl, for instance. Um, everything that the little girl needs, seemingly, um, as far as systems, you know, nervous, skeletal, reproductive, everything is in a baby. Um, but it's it just has to grow and develop before she can, therefore, reproduce as she gets old enough to bear children down the line. So think about it like that. Like all of the systems are in place. It's just as they grow and develop and mature, you can go from a small business medium to a big business. It's all, you know, Walmart started with one store, you know, Uber started with one car, you know, that kind of idea. So you got to think that way and not believe that the rules seemingly for you or I in a small business or independent business are something different because they're not. They're just not. And something happened recently that's something that everybody experiences, nearly everybody that's listened to this has been on a plane, right? You've taken a flight to vacation or for family or for travel or for business maybe, but you've, you've gotten on a plane. And no matter the dozens and dozens, hundreds probably, of different airports around the world that are available, the process of actually flying is pretty much the same. And what I thought about on my last trip, uh, coming off of a trip from Dallas-Fort Worth, 
shout out to the brand and business um, Shearshare. Worked with them at a recent event at their kind of a lunch and learn. Awesome, awesome event. Met some amazing people out there. Uh, thank you again uh, to the founders of that, the Caldwells, uh, Dr. Ty Caldwell and Courtney Caldwell with this amazing application, Shearshare. Guys, check them out. Um, if you're in the beauty business in particular, it's just an amazing platform that allows you to rent space by the day. And uh, it's just brilliant. So I uh, was working with them guys, had a speaking engagement, was a keynote there. And, you know, I did a um, a quick flight. Um, well, quick for me. I, I've never, that's that my first time actually flying in on one day and then le literally leaving out the following day. I was in one part nervous because I had never done that. And most times I stay around. But in one part, I was really excited because it was new and it <laughs> it made me feel like a real live business man. You know, they, you know I, I see how people are flying in suits and are, are dressed to kind of touch down, hit the ground, small bag, no baggage claim, and get right to work. I understand that world. Really, with one trip, I kind of get that world. For so many years working in the artist world, you know, we didn't really connect a lot of time with corporate America uh, because I've been in a creative space since my teenage years. So um, I'm getting a taste of that now with speaking and traveling and events being my primary business and no longer behind the chair. Well, this particular trip, guys, um, I just took a pause and I talked to uh, someone about it and I said, man, what kind of systems have to be in place? to get somebody from booking flight through the airport, on a plane, in the air, land, pick up baggage claim, and then off to where they need to go miles away from their home. And what, what, I, what I thought about is how in most instances, when you're booking a flight, right, you don't really deal with people too tough. Probably 99% of the people that have booked a flight that is listening to this, you booked it online. So you booked it with a computer. Now, are there people monitoring these systems? Yeah, but for the most part, you thought about, I live in Atlanta and I need to get to Dallas, Texas. So I'm going online to Delta, to Southwest or... You know, whatever outlet you would use, if it's a if it's a second party website like booking.com or Trivago or something like that. So you you go to these sites and then you pick, okay, I want I want to go from point A to point B, this particular flight at this time, and I preferably want to sit here, that kind of thing, right? And then you 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 get the flight. And then I, I would imagine years ago, I kind of don't even remember, but maybe they mailed you out a ticket or something, but now everything is digital. And then when you get to the airport, right? You walk in, you're, you're pretty much all of the signs are telling you where to go. As much as many people that work in an airport, there's not a whole lot of people that kind of touch you and move you along. It's signs, it's, it's, it's digital uh, banners and things like that, screens. Uh, many of us are operating from kiosks to actually get our boarding pass, right? So you go to a kiosk and okay, I'm going Southwest and now I'm going to go now some kind of way what I did online is in this computer. Somebody say, Ray, that's, that sounds silly. I want you to really think about what had to happen to make all of these things go. And I'm, I'm going to draw this out, but I hope you can stay with me. So now you're at the kiosk, right? And now you're pretty much can screenshot your email and here's the confirmation number and then your name pulls up. Raymond Torregano, you're going to be flying out at 8 o'clock in the morning from Hartsfield through 
this gate, um, self bag, self ticket your own bag, right? Um, and then man, somebody comes along, grabs your bag, have a good flight, right? And it was so smooth this particular time. Um, uh, shout out to Southwest. I, I generally find Flight Delta, but I, I saw that and do you have an extra bag or do you need to bring somebody else or not somebody else, but another check another bag or that kind of thing. And then boom, your boarding pass comes out of this machine and then you make a left or a right and then you go through the airport, right? Then you go through the airport. Now you got to go through TSA, right? And now digital devices and monitors and things that kind of detectors, if you got any drugs or liquids or harmful things or weapons or, you know, take off all your clothes, feel like sometimes. Uh, <laughs> and then you go through and then now, okay, so now you're in the gate. So now think about all of the construction and the systems that have to be in place to guide you to where you don't get lost. There's always an anxiety for me when I'm flying because it always feels like, is this going to work? Somebody say, Ray, that's crazy. I'm, I don't think I'm the only one that thinks about, man, hope they get my bag, hope I can get to the flight on time, and seemingly every time, just like GPS, you get there. So you get to gate, let's say the gate is 15. So you get to gate 15, and you might make a decision, where's the bathroom, do I need to get something to eat? And then now, now, what you did on the computer is now in front of the computer at somebody that's working at a gate that may not ever see the person that's working downstairs that took your bag, that may not be at the person that took your uh, 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 um, gave you the gate, excuse me, gave you the boarding pass, then people may not ever meet, especially in a big airport like Hartsfield, or if you work, you live in somewhere like LaGuardia or O'Hare or these huge airports around the country, right? You may never see them. A train takes you in, and there's a whole train system in the Hartsfield airport where you go through a subway seemingly inside the airport to go to the gate that you're on, right? Bear with me, guys. So now, Boarding for flight one, two, three, right? Um, zone one. So now you get in. Now you got to think about all of the people that are operating that put the bag in the car. I mean, bag in the plane. All of the people that are responsible for making sure the plane is pointed in the right position, the stewardess or the flight attendants, and then pilot, co-pilot, and the mechanic, we got to hope that they did the right thing. And the food's got to be on there. And who put the peanuts on the plane? And who deals with the bathroom and cleaning that? And Yo, all of these different weeks, sometimes we just jump in and out of planes. And for, for, for this trip, it was really on my mind like, yo, it's got to be a lot of things in place for this to happen day in and day out with thousands and thousands and thousands of people. You jump off the plane, you land, everything works, the wheels come down. Welcome to uh, Love Field, right? Dallas, Texas. And you get off the plane, seemingly through here. And now they put you at the, you know, the plane's got to go up to the right door. Let you out, right? Cabin pressure, boom, now you get out and follow the signs again to grab your bags because now somebody has now went underneath the bag, soon as it underneath the plane, soon as it lands, to pull your bags off and be sure to put it at the right turnstile when you pick up your bag. Now this this may seem petty and simple, and somebody may have already canceled out this podcast by now, but this is what I want you to think about. Is your small business, medium business, big business, but business period, brand, we, we want to throw that word out there, is your website, is your process working that flawless? Now, they can figure out how to do this for a damn airport, but somehow you and I can't figure out how to do this in 700 square feet inside of a business, selling food, selling hairstyles, selling barbering, selling uh, uh, clothing, right? Selling sneakers, Some, somehow... 
somehow they can figure this out in 700,000 square feet of an airport with planes flying hundreds of people all over the world. No planes crashing in the air. Thank goodness. Right. Air traffic control up in the tower, separate from the person that took your money to get a snicker bar before you got on the plane. All of them working for the airport. Somehow they can figure that out. But you and I can't run a small business with proficiency inside of a business. Why? Because our egos are involved. Our, our own personal goals are in there. Our own personal agenda is at hand. And we won't take the time to put the systems in place for the marketing. Man, we won't take time to respect the fact that you're responsible for the exposure. I just wish somebody else would do the social media. No, you got to do it. You're the boss, right? That's what you got this for. You got to be over the market. I don't want to use social media. Well, you don't have to, but you got to go, you got to go market to somebody online, offline, at an event, right? You got to do something to get some more clients. Why? Well, they should just get the clients themselves. See, there you go. Somehow the airport knows that they got to be responsible for all these things to work. But somehow in your little small business and my little small business, we, we looking for somebody else to do it. And seemingly planes and people are crashing all over in our little bitty 500 square feet, right? We got folk, man, in the beauty business. And for instance, one of the main things that's just wildly popular right now is salon suites that are in most instances less than 500 feet. Some of them are as big as a bedroom in a home. And they're having major, major issues <laughs> because the biggest thing is folk won't treat it like a business. They won't look at the money, right? The money part of this, the financial accountability. Who over the, you over the finance. You the, you the CFO. Well, who over the marketing? You the CMO. You over the marketing. Really? Well, who, who over the operation? You the COO. You over the operation. Somebody said, man, I ain't never think about it like that. I know. Neither did I for many, many years till I got hip. And I got serious, right? Well, what about the whole operation? You the CEO. Everybody want to be the CEO. <laughs> but everybody don't want to be the CMO, right? CFO, COO. People don't want to be them three. Because if you can get those things understood, then the operations of the airport, the marketing and the solicitation for new people to come to the airport and choose this airline over that one, right? The, the CMO, all of the money to make sure that everybody get paid so nobody is, you know, uh, shortchanging or sandbagging on their job. Somehow this airport could figure it out. Somebody said, well, they got money. Well, remember, a small business is just, a big business is just a small business that did the right things. I'm telling you in your degree and what you have, can we, can we pull away from our own agenda and put some systems in place that can get people from picking a flight to get in their bag? Can we think about it whatever we do? Can we get people from choosing what we offer, thinking about what they need from what we do, good product or service, right? And then walk in our business through the airport, get what they need, pay for the services on, you know, getting fulfilled on their wants and needs, pick up their bags and are satisfied and on their way and can continue to use our service. Can we think about how people can come through our business versus what we do? Um, the, 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 the handicap of the creative and the artist is to only consider it in a very selfish way. And, and the reason why I know that is because I began, like most people, thinking I wanted to do my own thing, right? I wanted to be my own boss, right? I wanted to fire the boss, maybe. I wanted to, you know, this wasn't me. Neither of these was really me at the beginning in, in, in large part. But I definitely, I definitely had this, I'm going to do my own thing. I definitely had that. I didn't want to necessarily boss people. I didn't even wrap my mind around having staff 
I didn't even wrap my mind around that the economy could crash two years later after I opened my business in 06 and it crashed in 2008 and I had to choose between my home and my business and I had to live in my business for damn near. I didn't even, I didn't even think about being homeless. I didn't even think about bouncing a payroll check and how you got to make sure. I didn't, I, all I thought about was I could do hell and I'm tired of dealing with, you know, my previous situations that I've had working for people. I'm going to do my own thing and just got how they say in some some hoods, I got mollywhopped to really think about, yo, you have no idea about business. You're an artist and a creative. And if you don't learn business, you're going to be out of it. It doesn't care. This is why 80% of small businesses fail. Not that they're not talent. Talent is not the reason why they're failing. Everybody can do what they can do. Make what they can make. Sell what they can sell. It, it, it's do you Are you a client-driven business to think about the seamlessness for me to get up five in the morning, go to an airport, make it to an eight hour flight, touch down nine o'clock in another time zone, get off the plane, come back to the same airport, seamlessly get back. And you don't even think about it because that's happening all around the world. I mean, very similar to the system that's in your body. Somebody said, now, Ray, you're getting deep. I need you to think like this if you're going to survive out here, guys, because it's getting harder and harder because more and more people can do what you do. So you more and more people can just open up a business, just wake up and just now I'm opening up a, 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 a food truck. Everybody can do it. It's, it's easier and easier than ever to be in entrepreneurship or business, at least a start. So you got to think like system. Yeah, like the nervous system works when you're sleeping. Right. The respiratory system, your body breathes while you are seemingly asleep. Whoa, your heart's beating. Right. Your circulatory system is operating while you're sleeping, while you're in a coma. Flawlessly. Somebody said, well, you're trying to play God. I'm not trying to play God, but I'm thinking you got to think about your business in that measure. With or without you, does it work? If I remove you from the business, will everything fall apart? At one point in my business, if you remove me, it will crumble. And I have to get to the point to realize I got to take me out the equation. It can't be centered around me. It's got to be operating under something that's different. Now, you could be the face of a brand, but it, if you pull you out, it's got to be able to continue to work. Somebody said, well, Ray, you're the only one on this podcast. Well, I'm, I'm leveraging a digital platform to be able to distribute this. You may listen to this while I'm sleeping. You may be consuming this content while I'm away on vacation or working at another gig, right? Right? You, you, this, this, we got to think a lot differently about the business. Train our people in operations. Watch the money and understand systems and budgets that we have to have for our money in and money out accountabilities in our business. Be responsible for the marketing. Well, I don't like going live. Well, somebody got to go live. Somebody got to talk about what you have online. Somebody's got to come to the event. Somebody got to be at the vending table. Somebody's got to be out passing out marketing and media that can be socializing offline even to tell about your business because if you don't have those three systems in place the body gonna die what's the what three systems? marketing management money somebody said i just want to focus on what we do oh, well that's 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 the method that can't drive the business it's got to be as seamless and flawless and thought out and mapped out like something as intricate as an airport which got lives in people's hands at every turn Every turn. I know we don't like TSA, but guess what? They done saved lives. Because some people are trying to sneak the wrong thing in on a plane. You never know. Right? So I don't like the way that, listen, man, them, them, them pilots. I try to acknowledge the pilot if he, if he comes out of that cockpit on every plane. Because, man, you have my life in your hand. 
I don't know anything about flying no plane, but you got it up in the air and touch back down hours away. So thank you, Mr. Pilot, Mr. Co-Pilot, right? So guys, just think about that. The next time you fly, take your time, breathe, and look around. And then think of your business, your website, your brand, your company, your team, your product, your good, your service-driven business. Think about it. Yo, am, am, I, am I this seamless? Or am I just guessing every day, hoping that it works? If you're doing that, guys, I encourage you to burn it down and rebuild it. Get inside of it. Do some surgery on that, right? And get that body operating at optimal speed. And you'll find your team will grow, your clients will grow, your business will grow, and ultimately, you right, the fulfillment of life will grow as well. Because the thing about it is, if we don't get these businesses under control, and this is what I'm trying to prevent with Torgano Group, right? With these podcasts, with everything I'm sharing is, it will eat your life up. It will literally chew up your life and spit it out. And you'll blink and you'll be 10, 20, 15 years older and wonder what happened. Because if you don't get it under control, the dog will start walking you. I know from firsthand account. So guys, think about that. I appreciate you guys for listening to this podcast. Now get out there and live.